Okay, we are um, finishing up chapter four of First Timothy today. And again, we're starting out with a reference to what's gone on in the past. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terry has a very serious, like, yes, ma'am, that is what we are doing. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Workout city today, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so the last two verses of chapter four in First Timothy, verses 15 and 16. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. That's serious. That's serious. Give yourself wholly. Paul's not messing around here. And Timothy, you better not be either. And like, I hear this with a tone of caution, right? Like, be diligent, give yourself holy. Everyone can see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. This is not like a, hey, why don't you just try this? This is like a, <laughs> yeah. You serious. Yeah. 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 And I like that. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Mm-hmm. You've got to be on your toes, especially, you know, he's talking to him in the middle of this church in Ephesus and um, they are watching Timothy because of the things we've talked about. They didn't invite him there. They didn't call him to be their pastor. Paul left him there and put him in charge. Yeah. So, and, and there, you know, as we already talked about, he's too young. What can we learn from him? You know, um, he doesn't have authority. So he, he has to be on double guard yeah. with his life and his lifestyle mm-hmm. and keeping a close uh, watch on that doctrine to make sure he's, you know, sticking in that line. Yeah. This is one of the ways all of a sudden when you guys are talking, a lot of times people think, wow, if I'm failing at, um, I don't know, um, failing at my job or fail, I don't know if, no, it has to be something like failing at something from God. I'm, it's like I'm not hearing God. Something I'm just taking an example. A lot of times we think we have to work harder at that. That's where this feels really tricky to me. The truth is, no, our flesh has to die. And then we have to persevere. Right? And so I just think a lot of times we get tricked in like to be a better Christian, I have to work harder at this, but the truth is that doctrine, when you have to base it on that doctrine, the, the doctrine says your flesh has to die first and then continue and then listen to God and persevere and strive and work hard. But if we don't have that basic doctrine down, um, we're just going to be striving and we won't have that, the fruits that God has for us. It's easy to get so busy working for the Lord that you forget that you're working for the Lord. <laughs> right. That's well, true. Yeah. 
And where is the Lord? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. It can become about us. So we have to base it in that first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're right, Terry. And I, when we were reading, when you were reading this, I'm like, oh, that's my Terry. I mean, to me, that's who you are. You are diligent. You are wholly committed. And not like Suzanne and Angie, you are too. It's not, (laughs) but it's like, it's just, those are those are characteristics that I think of with you, Terry. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. And it's good to have people in our lives that are like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that I think you do understand the word diligent. Not just telling me that, that but you live out the word diligent. Okay, now stop. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be... I'm going to be forced to go to confession here. I mean, not go to, but be confessing my sins if you keep it up. Ah, <laughs> and but that okay, that's the piece. So you're always aware of it. You're always, and that's same thing. Suzanne and Angie is the same thing. Um, when I try to identify like what we're all like, it's like, yeah, you guys. It's like this is funny. Okay, so it's like Angie. She just builds out God. She just builds out that spirit, wholly committed, completely. And Suzanne, it's like, she's good at hurting cats. Because, like, that's what we're like. <laughs> but having an overall perspective on it that I may not have because I'm, like, stuck in this one spot, right? And this ability for, and that's the piece with us, is this ability to work together, to support each other as we all persevere and go on. And that's what you're good at is what you just did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring but us that, all together, bring us all uh, back to where we belong, yeah. it, focusing on God. Yeah. yeah, it all comes down to God. It is who yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we have a huge benefit in the, in the fact that the four of us are these very distinct personalities. Yes. And we are in this together. Timothy didn't have that. Yeah, which is one of the reasons that Paul it keeps saying these things to him, like reminding him um, to be diligent and give yourself holy so that everyone may see your progress. Because we know people are watching us because you're listening to us. That's the reality of it. Um, but thank Timothy, you. yes, thank you. <laughs> um, but Timothy, he's looked down on for all these reasons. Like mm-hmm. Terry, what you just said, he's he's an outsider and he's a baby and they didn't ask for him. Um, he just yeah. showed up and then Paul was like, here he is. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> He's in charge this, now. Yeah. yeah. I've got this yeah. little letter that's going to explain everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's like the note from the teacher. He probably wears it, you know, pinned onto his shirt. Like, look, yeah. I have it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but Timothy doesn't have that huge um relationship he doesn't have those people there i'm sure there are people here that are supporting him but um it's bad enough for him that <laughs> paul has yep. to send this letter yeah right so, yeah yeah it's a it's a tough thing for him to be sent into mm-hmm. at first i was like paul this is not nice and it was like yeah he wasn't about nice he was about god yeah. right right and it, he was about doing the best that he could in the circumstances that he had mm-hmm. yeah and the bottom line Verse 16, the bottom line, persevere in them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Paul wanted people to be saved more than mm-hmm. anything in his life, whatever it took. Yeah. That was his bottom line. And he was reminding Timmy, this is to be your bottom line too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Glory to God and say, get people saved. And it wasn't just about Paul and Timothy. It's right. about God. 
Mm-hmm. It's like the Holy Spirit and everything moving through there. Right. Yeah. And if you just took this chapter and only read this chapter about the things that he was supposed to do and forgot about the God aspect of it and forgot about the fact that, and again, this all goes back to context, um, forgot about the fact that he's asking him to do all these things. And he's saying like, make sure that you're a really good example for the believers in speech, conduct, love, faith, purity, Um, devote yourself to these things. If he did not have his eye on that eternal prize of winning people over to God, mm-hmm. um, then this is where we would fall into the striving and yeah. the, the man yes. heart instead of the God heart. Um, it just and then goes, it would be so overwhelming. That's it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And well, I was got to be overwhelming anyway. But, yeah. but. To think Timothy, we had timidity. He was, he had, he had fear in addition to all these strong characteristics and in addition to all of these things, he had fear like we go through that too. Mm-hmm. And the thing that makes the difference for him is to strive. Get your focus on God. Get your focus mm-hmm. on what the real, get in the real game. Yeah. Are you going to do this from God's kingdom or are you going to do this from a worldly perspective? Play mm-hmm. the right game. Mm-hmm. And we can remember that too. Do you think they, call him, they called him timid Tim? <laughs> <laughs> I think they called him little Timmy. Little, Little Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> I loved it when you called him Timmy earlier. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's funny. But that was pretty cute. Yeah. You know, when I was thinking about uh, like where Paul's position, and then in Second Timothy, it just to me gets even more heartbreaking and tender. But there, like Paul has a lot on his plate right now. And he's trying to encourage people around him. And it's just the overwhelming amount of things that have to be done. And they are tricky and they are hard. And to take the next step and the next step, just went through a whole situation like this, you know, and it was like, get up, take your next step. And it's terrifying. Every single step is terrifying. And then just take the next one and get in there. And there's times too, like, um, I think when I, when I was dealing with cancer, it was like, all right, God, my ultimate time is to be with you. Ultimately, that's what I want to do. And yet, there are so many things I need to finish here. There's so much stuff I want to do. And I didn't want to stop then. And I'm sure Paul could have gone on for another 100 years in ministry. He wasn't done either. And it's this there, there was a verse in here, it's Philippians, being confident of this, he who began a good work and you will carry it out to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. It's completed according to Jesus Christ, according to his works, according to what God has called us for, and it may not be completion according to what we want. And it's just what I've really been wrestling with that word completion and whose it is. If it's on my prize, if I'm striving for my things, that completion may not happen. Mm. But if I, if I have my eye on God, he will always complete whatever work he wants, and he'll bring a Timothy in to continue that work. Paul couldn't continue this for a year. I mean, how many times can you get beaten, thrown in prison, all of that, right? And yet God provided Timothy, and he'll do the same for us. Anyway. Well, that's just a great reminder that none of us are in it by ourselves. Right. 
you know, that's really not how God intended it. Um, I grew up in the Baptist church, and one of our big things was pass it on. You know, the whole point of our faith is to pass it on. The whole point of you being a leader is to pass it on. Um, so it doesn't begin and end with any one person other than Jesus. You know, we're all just, we're, we're that part of his passing it on. And so we're in that line of continuing to do that. We don't have to try and do it all by ourselves. We weren't, that's not what we're called to. We're called to work in community. Um, I think sometimes we forget that. You get caught up. Mm-hmm. You know, you have great ideas. You want to do stuff. You're all excited and enthused. And, um, but it's not just all about you. <laughs> Even mm-hmm. if your enthusiasm and your ideas are all for Jesus, he doesn't intend for anybody to do anything all by themselves. So he brought people into Paul's life to help him. Paul always had a companion. Mm-hmm. you know um because god knows that we need we need that um, so yeah i think it's it's really important i i have enjoyed um reading about timothy a lot um for a lot of different reasons but i think the the fact that he's you know he's been thrown into this situation and even though paul's not there with him paul is still pouring into him encouraging him um, guiding him a little bit, if you will. Um, and I think that that's awesome. So Timothy's not really alone. He's still got, he's got Paul, he's got those elders back in Jerusalem who, who laid their hands on him and commissioned him to go. Um, so I think that it's important for us to remember that God's not just going to send you out there all on your own. He's always going to provide someone um, to be there with you to encourage you and to build you up. And if you find yourself out there all alone, you might want to look around and, and, and make, change that because you shouldn't be out there all alone. We're not a bunch of lone wolves. We're supposed to be in community. That's where there's safety and security. Um, and that's really where um, the work of God can blossom and flourish. Amen. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't go out without the Holy Spirit. We no, have that. We and have I that. think remembering is a good part of that. Yeah. Remembering our identity. Remember who we are. And then go find somebody. <laughs> I like that. It's That's just really Suzanne important said. to have somebody yeah. with you. Yeah. I, really, I really do believe that. It's going to... Um, and that doesn't mean they have to be stuck to your side like glue. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, God is... Ev- everything that I see makes me think community a husband and wife a family with children the church itself even our government and the way we run our society it's all about communities oh i'm in the newcomers club i'm in the women's club i we love community and there's a reason that we do because i think that that's part of how god made us to recognize that we need to be in community he's put it in it's like in your face in your face are you going to get it um, well, what it, someone mentioned earlier, I don't remember who did, but it's like um, God was not a loner. No. He's three yeah, in one, Suzanne. the Father, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. So there's community right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there. You know, so from the very beginning, before the very beginning, it's three in one. Yeah. And I think yeah. a lot of connections have been broken through the last year or so. 
And so that would be a really important thing for us to focus on is creating that community, reestablishing those connections. In that brokenness, look at how our suicide rate has gone up and our drug addiction rate has gone up and our our death. I mean, it's just crazy as we've become more isolated and segregated from one another. It's not good. Right. The hardest thing is like a solitary confinement in a prison. Yeah. Yeah. We're made to be in a herd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like you guys, my herd. Yeah. We're a herd. <laughs> the same here, Terry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, Angie, why don't you um finish us up this week as we uh herd everybody on their way out. <laughs> While you're herding your cats. <laughs> Gideon. Okay. they're not the boss of me (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness oh father we are so thankful that you brought us together and that you've given us your word um lord that you've placed us in the body of christ so that we have sisters and brothers we have um people to encourage us, people to lead us and to guide us. Most importantly, though, Father, we're so thankful that um, the Holy Spirit is our teacher and that He leads us and guides us into all the truth. Lord, we thank You that You have shown us who You are through Your Word, that You've revealed Yourself to us, that You've shown us Your great love. You've shown us how to stay safe, um, to stay in community with each other, You have put some good boundaries out there, Father, so that we know that um, we do need to watch and be careful. We need to persevere and be steadfast. Um, I thank you, Father, that you've warned us that there can be false teaching out there. There can be people who um, would lead us astray, whether that's from a malicious standpoint or whether it's just from an ignorance standpoint, because we know sometimes too that we perish because we have a lack of knowledge. Father, I thank you that you have laid it all out so beautifully for us in your word. We thank you, Father, too, that you've warned us that we have an enemy who's always trying to rob and steal and kill from us. But I am so grateful, Father, that you've given us your word, and that is the sword of the Spirit. And Father, that we don't have to worry because our weapons are mighty. You have placed us in a position, given us your word, so that we don't have to be tossed around by the enemy. So Lord, I just thank you for this time together today. I thank you for your word, which is life, which brings life and gives life and sustains life. I thank you for that, Father. And I pray your blessing on everyone today that's listening to this. I ask, Father, that the Holy Spirit will reveal the truth of who you are to each and every one of us in a deeper way. In Jesus' most precious and mighty name, amen. And cut. <laughs> 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 <laughs>